Facebook. Six Semper, don't get pantsed. I'm your host, Doug. The NBA rewarded its best teams with the best accommodations. Brilliant. The NBA, due to the COVID and during the COVID, is playing all of its games in a neutral site bubble called Disney World. And for the event, the players need housing. They need a place to stay. So the league took its top eight teams and booked them into the Grand Destino, maybe being mispronounced, Disney's newest and allegedly fanciest resort. The next eight best teams were booked to stay in the Grand Floridian, Disney's allegedly second best resort, and the one that we thought had all the beeping, honking monorails plowing through the hotel, laying on the horn big time, like at all hours of the night they're going through there, which would have made it honestly well worth the $23,416 a night it costs to stay there, but I think we have the wrong place. And the worst eight teams went to Disney's Yacht Club. This is an absolute genius way. Now, we would have thought it was genius if they did the opposite and put the, the worst teams in the best accommodations and vice versa, but the NBA actually thought this through. You play all season for home court advantage, and then you play at a neutral site in the playoffs. There is no home court advantage. So really, the only way to reward these teams is to give them the best, most plush, and cushiest accommodations. Now, this next part has nothing to do with the league. This is absolutely not the NBA's fault at all. But unfortunately, this unintentionally stigmatized the Yacht Club as Disney's weren't were hotel and what does this say about the yacht clubs exactly two weeks newer sister hotel the beach club no one is staying there by the way the nba players that we've seen and heard are not complaining we have not heard anyone say you might be expecting the yacht club doesn't have hot tubs in the kitchen it's an outrage no one is saying that they just acknowledge that the grand Turismo has things the Yacht Club doesn't. Welcome to Disney's third best resort, allegedly. This also unintentionally tests the Rocky Four theory about roughing it. According to that movie, if you know where this is going, if you want to beat a superior and technologically advanced opponent, you strip it down and train the old-fashioned way, deprived of any comfort or any amenities, and then you go out and you beat your soft spoiled technocrat adversary so all the suns kings trailblazers spurs pelicans or wizards have to do is win the nba title and that proves it the washington redskins uh, certainly took their time getting around to changing their name uh, but the organization deserves recognition for going all in once they did. They're now known as the Washington football team for this upcoming season, if it happens. Compare that to the Cleveland Indians, who changed their longtime logo a couple of years ago. The Indians announced at the time, they announced that change at the beginning of 2018. Not at the beginning of the 2018 season, at the beginning of 2018. The logo then stayed on for the entire 2018 season and disappeared before the 2019 season. From the outside, this looked like the Indians' old logo had an entire year to take a victory lap. Plenty of time to fill Cleveland's bank vault on the way out. To Washington's credit, they announced they were changing the team name, and 10 days later, they changed it. 
That's really impressive in a time when every team has 61 alternate jerseys. Every piece of a team's existence is sponsored. And some teams will take a year to change a logo all to make even more money, allegedly. This is not how we thought it would end for Steve Adazio. The Colorado State football coach has made a career of winning, but not as much as he should have. Temple is an extremely difficult place to succeed, but the Owls were coming off two really big winning seasons under a different coach, and Adazio added a 9-4 and four record his first year. But then Temple crashed out at 4-7 and seven in Adazio's year two, and Adazio left for Boston College. He had five winning seasons in seven years at BC, much better than his predecessor. But every winning season was 7-6 and six or 7-5, and five, literally. Not what Boston College had in mind. So why did Colorado State hire Adazio? But underachieving is no longer the headline. Now there are allegations of racism within the CSU program under the former coach and potentially, that's the key word, Adazio. And there's also allegations of a COVID-19 cover-up under Adazio. It's way too early to know anything. And nothing formal has been tied directly to Adazio. And even though we just said it, this may not be the end for Adazio. He may be innocent. He may be vindicated and continue coaching. This just isn't where we thought this was going. We were only thinking, how many more jobs is Steve Adazio going to get with only lateral success? The karma clash. You know, now Karma Bowl actually sounds better. Uh, The Karma Bowl goes to the Hurricanes if you missed it, which if you don't like the NHL is easy to do. So the New York Rangers' Mark Stahl wins all three regular season games against his brother Jordan, and the Carolina Hurricanes' Jordan Stahl wins all three playoff games against his brother Mark. The Tampa Bay Lightning are so crushingly talented and still so young, but they've been having the dreaded... And it's dreaded, diminishing returns right down to not just losing to Columbus in the first round last year. They were swept by Columbus in the first round last year. To his credit, Tampa Bay's goalie Andre Vasilevsky later said the Lightning, quote, weren't ready in the playoffs, unquote, last year. Now Tampa Bay killed it again this year. But because of the COVID, had to wait through a suspended season and then wait through a play-in round. So there was concern they wouldn't be, there was concern, rather, they wouldn't be ready again for a completely different reason. Then they drew Columbus again. And then in keeping with the fates of overcoming adversity, the Lightning's first ever playoff win over Columbus. The rule states that either their first ever playoff win over Columbus is going to be ridiculously easy, 12-0, or it's going to be incredibly hard, and it was the latter. Their first ever playoff win over Columbus took a fourth longest in NHL history, five overtimes. So they won. But now the series is tied 1-1. Whatever happens, a first-round loss this time, or even a second-round loss this time, it likely confirms perennial underachieving, and that likely confirms coming changes. 